0: Welcome to the Tried by Fire podcast. This is where the, this is the podcast where we. I um, try by fire. Try things with fire. We just try things new in general because we are unprepared, ill-equipped. You know how it is. Yep. We just kind of jumped right into this. So, if you want to join the conversation, you can visit us live on Facebook or Instagram. Except for Instagram today because I couldn't get it to work on my wife's phone because she logged Sorry. out. She no, Instagram I didn't users. sign in. There's a difference. You just, you just hate Instagram users. No. Be honest. I
1: don't go on Instagram as I, I First time I posted it was yesterday.
0: We no, get not know about how many months. On our podcast, it's been like four months since we've done our last podcast, but we get about, <laughs> um, I think it's like 10 or 14 unique viewers every, every time we post a podcast. I don't know who you people are, but thanks for watching. Yeah. I hope... Um, you i mean listening i hope you continue to listen if you're watching that's great too but uh, we don't get as many views as we do listens it's cool so um anyway uh we have a lot to talk about it's been four months ish when was the last podcast
1: um probably
0: longer i think it was in july maybe june june oh my goodness it's been so long i know that's not good sorry guys we've been busy uh i've been homeschooling my daughter yeah uh in case you don't know about you know all the things that are happening in california it's been quite the experience so it's very
1: beautiful right
0: <laughs> california is beautiful it's a beautiful place to live but um i i'm not gonna go there it's been a joy to be able to homeschool my daughter um maybe maybe not to her i don't know she's not even she's just in off in her own little world she's paying attention to herself um Anyway, we've been homeschooling her. It's been going pretty well. I get to go through all of the material that she would learn in a regular school setting. And then I get to apply the Bible to it. So that's just fantastic. Um, and then we get to learn together. I get to learn some things. She gets to learn some things. I'm learning at a second grade level. I'm doing pretty good, too, by the way. And she's, she's doing all right. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, I just want to uh, preference. I usually do. We're not professionals by any means. I don't plan to be a professional um, podcaster, or whatever that might entail. <laughs> I don't have the top of the line equipment. I'm not the smartest, um, obviously not the most organized. Otherwise, I would have planned this ahead um, and we would be doing this more consistently. But Uh, We try and give you as much uh, help and information as we can. And that's what this podcast is for, to help you, encourage you, give you some resources, maybe some ideas of what you can do, and and maybe um, just give you something to to look forward to in the coming months as we continue to trek through COVID, Um, which, you know, if you're living in a free state, good for you. (laughs) But for us, for us folk under duress... We are uh, just trying to figure it out as we go. So anyway, um, the podcast is just about us talking about some of the current situations, uh, some things that we've been doing in this last month, um, and uh, just some kind of things to to help you, hopefully. Um, We do have merch, if you're interested in that. We have some shirts. I have some new designs, which we'll get into in a a minute. Uh, We have mugs and we have books. The most important thing is the books more than anything else, but um, I want to talk to you guys about some things, which is why I decided to do this podcast today, because I have some really exciting stuff um, in line and planned, um, all for the glory of God. And then we also have social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Um, obviously we're on Facebook, Um, and then we have podcasts and stuff like that, which is another thing I want to get into In a minute Um, and then we're on YouTube we have um, different series on YouTube we have food vlogs which you haven't seen those those are just kind of our you know everyday life situations maybe you'll get a kick out of it you'll laugh maybe you'll learn something new maybe you'll have a recipe that you'll want to try in the future or not I mean it's up to you some some recipes aren't worth trying some of them are Um, but you can check those out and then we also have the Bible study series that yeah. we're going through, which right now is episode two of the I Am series is up, which you can buy the book for that and just read more into it. Um, I just try and cut down these series to something short. So just kind of give you something to, to chew on for the week. And then um, we also have Absolute Truths, which we haven't done an episode of that in a long time. I know. Um, we've been busy. Like I said, I started homeschooling Melody and, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you some other things that I've been up to lately. Anything else to add? Anything you can think of? that we can give to the people right now and be like, hey, don't forget about them. You can pre-order Born Born for Adversity. For those that are listening, I know Grace already has a copy. She's one of the first to have a copy. Um, But you can pre-order them. They're going to come out in November on Black Friday. I think it's November 26th, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) I think it's November 26th. Black Friday, Um, and then there's another special thing that I'm gonna talk about in a minute anything else
1: do you know about discord
0: no I'm gonna talk about that too Okay. all right well uh, we're just gonna jump into it I don't have I don't have everything set up like I said this is a last-minute thing so I'm just gonna I'm gonna kind of just roll with the punches and uh, we usually have a segment called question with melody where we ask melody my daughter a question she's only seven and I try and ask her some questions that are just you know a little bit over her head but this one's a kind of a serious one, and I'm just curious about your answer. How do you feel about wearing masks? Still. I've never asked you that. I've never asked you how you felt about it, so I'm just curious about your answer. You go ahead and let us know. Do you like wearing masks? No. How does it make you feel? I know, it's a little deeper than, than usual, but... keep losing connection grace keeps losing connection are you driving it might be texas it could be us i don't know we're on wi-fi i think the wi-fi is doing okay there you go
1: that's why she's losing connection because you're driving
0: (laughs) oh gotcha that's
1: probably why i'm assuming
0: yeah sorry for the typos i'm driving that's funny um anyway how do you feel about wearing masks are you are you okay with it? I mean, like, can you deal with it, or are you tired of it and you just want it to be over with it? I know there's some some states that don't require it anymore, but our state still does.
1: I don't want to wear
0: it. You don't want to wear it anymore. So, if you could tell the the governor of California one thing, what would it be? He has kind of the the say the say so and our mask wearing. So, what would you tell him? I don't know. That's what you're telling him. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's a deep question. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That was a question with Melody. <laughs> she didn't like that question, I guess. I I don't know. I never asked her. No, I don't think so. How she's felt about masks? Because I don't know. It's just become so. Mhm. there's just a normal thing at this point, <sighs> sadly. Um, your your guys' freedom out there in Texas uh, No mask wearing must be, must be nice I don't know There's some people I think that Even in California there's some places you go to Where they just don't care and they're just like You know you wear a mask don't Wear a mask it's up to you But I think a good majority of it still like Listen to the government You know listen to the mandates listen to this and that and It's getting a little tiring My ears hurt. I know. (laughs) Your ears must really hurt. She has to wear a mask all day. She works at Hobby Lobby. So um, I don't know. Hopefully that changes pretty soon here because that's that's getting tiring. Even people that have the vaccine still have to wear a mask. I just, I don't don't get it. I don't understand. I don't get it. What do I know though? Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to get into the topics. I don't have much of the topics covered here. um, So I'm going to talk about really all of the things that are happening in regards to what we've been up to in these past four months, because we've been gone. You guys have been like, Mm -hmm. what? And I know if you're following us on Instagram or Facebook, you've been seeing updates of things here and there. Um, But I have been doing a lot behind the scenes that I haven't mentioned. And I just, it's, it's killing me. And so I want you guys, the podcast viewers and listeners to know exactly what's going on, because you guys are uh, the most faithful in our ministry. So, yeah we, we really appreciate that and um you're gonna be the first to know about all of this stuff that we haven't been able to tell other people so i want to start off by uh, once again letting you guys know that there is a pre-order available for the born for adversity book which i highly recommend you buy um i can get you one for free if you would like uh, a, a copy for free i would gladly get you one for free because i think it's worth it i think if every person took this book to heart Listen to it and really delved into what the scripture says about how you should treat people. I think I think people would change. I think this world would change. I think we would see a huge impact for the glory of God, the cause of Christ. But um, it even it even it talks about you know the friendship between uh, marriage from between man and wife. It talks about the friendship uh, you know between David and Jonathan and and how that. Uh, played an important role and an impact for for the coming generations after david and jonathan and then uh, it talks about uh jesus and his disciples and their friendship it talks about jesus and judas and their friendship and uh it, it gives some really interesting um i think insight i learned a lot as i was writing it and i think you guys can learn a lot too If you pick it up and and read it and I think it could make a huge difference in our world so um, that is available pretty much everywhere books are sold I can't think of a single place that's not available for pre-order in fact just for you guys you can go to Amazon right now and buy it and you'll get it before it's even out that's just that's just a secret that's a secret Hmm. hack it's a code Um, anyway so you just go to Amazon you can buy it right now and it will be delivered to your house before it's fully released into the world. Um, so that is available for you guys. But...
1: It's Amazon?
0: Yes. Even more exciting than that. This is the secret I've been holding in. And I've, I've dropped hints as much as I possibly can. And if you go to our website, there's a big hint on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been working on a devotional, a year-long devotional, 365-day devotional, which is uh, something I've never done. And I didn't think it was going to be that hard. I was like, you know, you just pick up some Bible verses about a specific topic and then you just write about that Bible verse Uh, so I thought you know fear and God talks about how we should not fear and things we shouldn't fear and I was told that there are 365 fear knots or something of that of equivalence to that in the Bible and so I took on the task to write a devotional about fear knots from the Bible well comes to find out there's not 365 fear knots in the Bible in fact, God tells us to fear in several cases, and he, he even says that he, he himself fears. He says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you fearfully. He made you out of fear and reverence. He, he knew what he was doing, but he knew the ultimate end of, of creation and the ultimate end of your purpose. So uh, he, he made you out of fear. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, and, and I go into depth and detail about that, and so I've I've written this devotional. I just finished it literally yesterday. <laughs> and I'm getting it all prepared and ready. It's it's been it's been edited and I just need to get it printed. But it's a 365 day devotional. It will be released the same day as Born for Adversity will be released as well. So that um that, that Black Friday it will be on sale. And yeah, Born for Adversity right there. J. A. Roberts on Amazon for sale, paperback and Kindle, if you want. Yep. Anyway, uh, Focus Fear will be available on that same day. I'm really excited about it. I spent a lot of time <laughs> going through these verses. It took me months, literally months. Like I, I started writing it at the beginning of the year, and I just now finished yesterday. I, I mean, that's got to tell you how long it's taken me. I did not think it was going to be this difficult. Writing a devotional is hard. I, I applaud those that write devotionals. They, they put a lot of time and effort into that is you can only write so much about a specific topic uh, for so long before it starts sounding really repetitive, especially on, on a topic like fear. You know, how can we use our fear for God's glory? Um, what should we be afraid in? What shouldn't we be afraid in? And um, Which, spoiler alert, you shouldn't fear in anything but God. God yeah. says, fear me, keep my commandments. Fear God and keep his commandments, as uh, Ecclesiastes 12 uh, says, 12:13 says. So um, that book is kind of, a tie-in to all of the other books that I've already written but it also helps you for every single day of next year and I'm, I'm Releasing it in November at the end of November for that specific reason so that way you guys can get it before Next year and uh, hopefully it will be an encouragement to you To to read it as it was for me to write it. So I'm really excited about that um, It's been it's been a journey. I tell you what um, and I've learned a lot through it then also on top of that i'm also writing so i'm writing two new books uh, i'm getting it prepared anyway there's another book i'm writing called scripture not included that book um, is going to be about scriptures or passages that are taken out of newer translations compared to what the kjv says um, and i'm not i'm not a kjv onlyist. i've, I've never been <laughs> i probably never will be i read the esv on my personal time um, i use the kjv when i preach and i teach Um, and I, I use that as my, my, you know, like, like a solid Bible, uh, for, um, studying. So, but for my personal reading, I use ESV, um, and then I've used CSB, uh, I can go down a whole list, but even in the ESV and the CSB, there's, there's verses taken out. NIV is a very, I mean, that, that book is just falling apart. I don't know how (laughs) that's a translation, but, uh, NIV and the message Bible, those books are just, uh, I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, the point is there's a lot of verses taken out. And I want to take those verses and explain why those are important to leave in the Bible. So I'm writing a whole book. I think it's 13 chapters on 13 different verses that are taken out of the Bible. And then I'm going to talk about the importance of those verses um, and how we can use them to bring people to Christ. Those mm-hmm. specific verses can bring bring people to Christ. It's, it's a perfect thing for ammunition for your, your uh, testimony and for you to be able to go preaching and soul winning. Um, And so I'm really excited about starting that. Then (laughs) I'm also working on, which I have the first chapter done, a a fictional book. Um, I want to write a book that's not specifically religious in a sense, but that can um, bring in a moral, um, a a moral uh, uh, conscience-driven circumstance-related book this idea of a character where you can put yourself in kind of the mind of the character mm-hmm. and uh it's it's going to be like a murder mystery type of thing and uh he's going to basically he's going to find a dead body is the premise of it and in that sense he's going to um he's going to have to make a decision on whether or not to hide the body or to uh confess and he doesn't remember killing the body but uh it, it's just this whole thing I, yeah. i'm really excited about it I, maybe I'll read, like, the first chapter or something if you guys are interested in something like that. Or maybe I'll release the first chapter um, somewhere. But uh, I have I have a whole, like, everything's already planned out and ready to go. I just want to write it. I just thought this would be something kind of cool for people to to read and be able to kind of delve into and kind of escape for a little bit and um, just something, you know. I, I like it. I enjoy reading books like that, uh, fiction, fictional books that are just... Um, Kind of take you to another place and uh, especially ones that are written by Christian authors and that will really give um I don't know just some Something, you know something for you to think about and contemplate like what would you do in this situation if I If I you know woke up next to a dead body, you know, and I didn't remember what happened You know, what would I do in that situation? Most men would Probably stay quiet about it and try and figure out how to solve the problem Women, I found out. I've asked several people. Several Whatever. women. Women, I, I guess my wife would scream.
1: Uh, if I, okay, come on. If you wake up next to a dead body, you'd probably scream.
0: I wouldn't scream. I'd be I so would, confused. I
1: would be, like, terrified.
0: I wouldn't scream. If, if it was me, I wouldn't scream. See, would this is the difference between women and men. Men, uh, maybe there's some men that would scream when they when they saw a dead body next to them. <laughs> they have no idea what happened. But for me, I, I wouldn't know what to do. I would have to, I would have to sit scream? and think. And contemplate it. But that's what this book, this fictional book is is kind of bringing in. It just, it, uh, Grace says it depends. Would you scream, Grace? Or would you, would you tell somebody? Or would you, I don't know, would you kind of keep it a secret and try and figure out what to do? Or, uh, <laughs> am I going to get paid to hide a body? No, no, you probably wouldn't. you probably get in trouble, honestly. Um, but that's the whole point of the book. And I'm excited to kind of release that and put that and in, out into the world but that's a real small minute thing that has nothing really to do with bible study or <laughs> anything like that something different mm-hmm. um but i'm also releasing uh some new shirt designs i have i've had this idea for a really long time and um Okay, so we, we run into this problem because I I have these designs and I really like the way it looks and I, I take a lot of time, like the Fear God design, that took a lot of time for me to, to, to plan out and figure out there's exactly seven uh, colors in the rainbow mm-hmm. and there's seven letters in Fear God and I thought that was perfect, especially for the time and age that we live in. Um, same thing with, with uh, Let God Be True, that that design, I just really like the way that that pops and it it's it eye-catching, but not everybody wears t-shirts all the time. Not everybody can can do that. And I think the best way for people to to wear something that they're going to like, that they're going to enjoy and um and still be able to to do it in more occasions, especially like at church and stuff. That was my first thought. Was like, how can I how can I implement this for for apparel at church? And I thought, why not make Hawaiian shirts with these exact same logos? So, that's the goal (laughs) we're going to try i've been looking and searching and 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 trying to figure out uh, she knows how to sew but she doesn't have enough time to do it so i've been trying to figure out a way i can uh get these these shirts made where it's just it says like fear god all around the whole shirt and it's a nice black shirt that you can wear to church and people would be able to to see that and it would still look nice or yeah even going out yeah to dinner or whatever it would still look nice yet it would still get the message across and, and that's what's important to me is getting the message across and being able to be a walking billboard, not just for our ministry, but for the Bible and being able to be able to open up the Bible to people and people, I've had so many people ask me, well, what about, you know, why, why should we fear God? And which the Focus Fear devotional will, will help with that um, mm-hmm. endeavor as well. So when you're asked that question, you, can, you have all of the ammunition, you have your th- 365 mm-hmm. verses to mm-hmm. go through and be like, well, this is why you should fear God. But either way, uh, like the let God be true and stuff like that, I really like that idea. Uh, He said it's going to be. uh, Grace said it's going to be a great hit with the senior class, (laughs) the senior class, as in high school seniors, or (laughs) seniors as in old people. (laughs) I was was asking like which seniors. Either way, I think if if it was a high school like high school seniors class, that would be so cool. Like to see people wearing like God like Bible referenced shirts, and uh, even graduating with that kind of stuff. That would be sweet. (laughs) You pick, you pick. <laughs> uh, but even old people, most pe- most old people are willing to talk to younger people. So older people wearing the shirt like that, that mm-hmm. would that would really definitely get um, people um, asking questions. So either way, I like shirts like that. I wear Hawaiian shirts quite a bit, and um, so it would be cool just to have something that uh, not only has something that I created, but also has a Bible verse on it for people to be like. Like God be true, you know what is what does that mean? Or fear God? Why should I fear God? Or we
1: need to do one that's food related.
0: Walk in wisdom. What does that mean? Food related? Mm-hmm. Pepper and salt.
1: No, like like <laughs> like a bunch of different foods around it, and like.
0: Um, oh, we we could do um, a- apples of gold and, and pictures of silver. Okay. Golden apples all over the. All of it. Sure. no you don't like that i think that's cool what is that pro- uh proverbs that's mm-hmm. in proverbs whatever you know what fine you you created what, them hold on let me think of the verse i let me look for it think that was a great idea but whatever um anyway so we're, yeah we're working on that i'm really excited about that i hope it, i hope that it comes to fruition um it's it's very difficult it costs a lot of money if if i want to do it from another company Um, If she does it, it doesn't cost nearly as much, but she's got to sit down and and it's going to be homemade, like, like handmade from her own hands. Um, And that's, that's like a lot of work. So, Um, and she works full-time job on top of that. So uh, just give us some time. We're trying to figure it out. And if you guys know anything, uh, those that are listening or those that are viewing, if you guys know anything or anybody that can do that kind of stuff, um, and maybe we can just get. Um, some patterns available and, and ship them out or whatever, then mm-hmm. let us know and uh, and we'll be in contact with those people because we really want to see that come to fruition. Also, on top of all of that, I've also been working behind the scenes on getting, um, getting you guys more involved with our ministry, all of the behind the scenes stuff um, because I, I am doing a lot of this on my own and there's a lot of it that I have to do on my own obviously um, and I don't expect people to, to help help really in the sense of you know writing books for me or or whatever studying my Bible for me um, those are things obviously that I, I want to do and, and need to do but we have a discord channel and if you don't know what discord is it's another another social media network that you just got to add to your list of 500 other social media networks that you don't know how to use already um, but discord Uh, is going to be the place where all of the information for future projects and for projects that are being worked on at the moment is going to be. So right now, for Focused Fear, for instance, we have a bunch of quotes on there, um, and uh, you can use those quotes and put them into your... into your profile, or if you want to just, you know, add your own quotes, mm-hmm. if you if you get the book and you want to add your own quotes or things that you liked or, you know, whatever the case may be, that's going to be an open source for you guys to be able to do that. Um, those links will be available. I'll put one up on Facebook right after this. And the links will be available in the description of these podcasts as well for you to be able to join our Discord server. And then if you want to be involved with editing books in the future and stuff like that, that will be available as well. You'll you'll be able to get free um, copies of the book and free um, uh, what are, e reading e reader uh, what are they called digital digital versions of the book through Discord. So if that interests you, that will be available and um, and there will be links to all of that uh, down below. And then yeah. also once you get to Discord, there'll be links to other things like videos and stuff like that and you'll have a list of different things that we're working on or that have already been released so on and so forth um yeah i think that's it right we, we got i think that's pretty much all we've been working on that's a lot behind the scenes I anyway know. um and i've been i've been saving all of this up mostly because i've been busy just editing the uh the devotion i've spent so much time editing that i wish i could devotional. help with most of that that I mean, that's what the Discord's for. So yeah. she might not always be able to do it. Um, she is involved with a lot of editing and a lot of just different behind-the-scenes things. But um, if you want to help me with that kind of stuff to kind of alleviate the pain, cause I hate editing. <laughs> it's one thing to write out something; it's another thing to go back and edit my own work. Um, but if you want to, if you want to help with that, those those links will be there, and uh, we can send you a copy or get you a digital copy. For you to edit and just let me know, um, and then also give quotes and stuff like that. That's super helpful. And then, um, yeah, other project ideas and stuff like that as well. As far as shirts and stuff as well, you can put that on Discord as well, or on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're um, getting your your information from. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty much it as far as I know. That's what we've been working on. But I do want to talk about a couple things. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about Texas's abortion ban. Woo. What? That's incredible. That's insane. And people have been throwing a fit. I know. It's been, it's been quite... I've I mean... Been,
1: I've been hearing so many people complain about it, but, like...
0: <laughs> how do you... How do you... How? How do you... Compl- how do you successfully and rightfully complain about people not being able to kill children in the womb? How do you do that? That's just ludicrous to me I just don't get it I don't know who who in their right mind would think I can't believe Texas wouldn't allow people to kill their children <laughs> what is their stance I mean what's their, what's their thought process behind trying to stick up for aborting children I don't know either it's crazy anyway uh, kudos to you Texans for doing something so bold as such um, I wish I wish there was a lot more states that would you know take yeah. that into consideration and really you know think about that about the importance of, of life after conception, the importance of a child in the womb and', and so many people that have can't have children, so many people that, have, that go through a difficult time, I, we, we have a friend that, that can't have children and it's just yeah. it's sad, you know and then and then to hear you know, people getting abortions or stuff like that or people fighting against people that, um, don't want you to get abortions, uh, it's just cra- this is crazy to me. It's is crazy. Um, I, there's a lot of people that would gladly adopt children. Um, and I just want to point all of that out just because, you know, if there's anyone ever watching or listening, um, the Christian community should be an open community for people like that to be able to support those that maybe uh, maybe they can't, you know, support a child, or maybe they're going through a difficult time, or whatever. Uh, the Christian community should be the first ones to back up those those mothers that are that are struggling, or 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 parents, or fathers, or whoever it is that is struggling. Uh, we should be standing at the front lines of that. Yeah. Um, anything to add to that? I uh, wanted to pick a kind of a topic in regards to. Um, uh, just in regards to our, our podcast, because I, like I said, I didn't really plan on doing a podcast today, but I, um, I want to talk about um, just the uh, inerrancy of the Bible, because that was something we were going to do in our um, Bible study and about how important it is to have or use the Bible um, and how flawless it is. Um, because people, people have said, you know, you, you can't believe everything you read from the Bible. It's just man's word accumulated into one big book. Um, so how can you believe uh, what it says, you know, it's just a bunch of people, a bunch of men that, that wrote it. Um, so before I, I kind of uh, give some some ideas for you guys, what do you think? How, how could you, if somebody came up to you and asked you to prove that the Bible was real and that it was authentic, what would you?
1: I would ask them to prove it not, like, to prove to me that it's not real. Well, like,
0: pe- most If you did that to most people, they'd probably accuse you of circular reasoning because you, you would just be in tossing the question back to them but they would they would just again they would present that it was written by you know 44 something people um, all from different areas and you know there's no way to prove that it was it was God that that wrote it because it was man that wrote it right I don't want to put you in a difficult situation if you don't know it's okay to not know
1: Repeat the repeat the question again.
0: How how would you prove to somebody if if somebody asked you to prove to them that the Bible was accurate and it was real? How mm. would you prove that to them? What would you say?
1: I mean, I could just tell them. Look at look at outside. Look look directly in front of them.
0: Yeah, but how does that prove the, the Bible even, is real?
1: Because even if they just look around, people look at every individual. Like everyone is so different, and yet they're the same. You know. Each person has a set of eyes a, a nose a mouth
0: and then they would say, "What about those people that don't that are born blind or born deaf or
1: but they still have eyes
0: right some some are born without you know one eye yeah I suppose yeah, with their eyes shut,
1: yeah, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again I don't want to put you I'm, try, I'm trying to I'm trying to get into the mind of a non-believer here and put you on the spot because I'm just curious because those questions will come up those are things that will happen especially if you're going to live your life for Christ you're going to live your life for God. people are going to question things and it's going to be really difficult for you to be able to answer things like that you know you can't just believe the Bible because you believe the Bible just because you yeah. know there's got to be some some sort of background to that right And when we were first saved, and, and people did ask us, you know, about our faith, especially those ladies that came to our door. And, yeah, yeah. and if you don't know the whole situation, we can talk about it at a different time. But there's some ladies that came to our door and tried to tell us about uh, a God, the mother. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't know enough about my Bible. And so because of that, it, it made me get really, really in depth about my Bible and about what I believe. And uh, that helped me to be able to navigate through those kinds of questions and, and those deep uh, situations, those deep yeah. theological doctrinal uh questions so uh, do you can you think of anything else maybe that would help Mm. before i answer answer the question before i give some ideas that will help you hopefully help me and them
1: i don't know just what ideas
0: all right well um so let's, first of all, we can go back into the, the idea and the fact that there was 44 different people from three different continents that wrote the Bible, right? And there's 66 throughout, books
1: throughout, throughout thousand yeah, years. throughout yeah.
0: 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 yeah. years, however long it was, 6,000, <laughs> I think it was like 4,000 years. Either way, uh, all of these people relating to one specific thing, almost mm-hmm. as if the author of the Bible was one being. Just mm. want to point that out. <laughs> is, oh, you can't you can't believe you know forty four different people because they all talk about different things. If you if I took a book if I was writing a book which I've written several.
1: Another thing too that a lot of things within the Bible does correspond historically and stuff like that. And,
0: right, and and that's another thing I'll get into in a second. But if I was writing a book and I had forty four people help me write this book. The, the the pages would be all over the place. The book would just be completely confusing.
1: Yeah.
0: The, the, nothing would. It. Nobody would think the same way as I think or you think or I don't think like you think. You don't think like I think. Most of the time, ninety percent of the time. There's some things we may agree with, but if I were to write down, you know, a, a situation that happened on my end, you would write it in a different way. Like the Gospels. If you look at all four Gospels, they're all written by different viewpoints, and mm-hmm. you can tell that they're all written by different viewpoints. Not only that. You can also uh, measure the date in which they were written, and they're all written at different times. So, with that said, you would have just a kind of a, a chaotic, without one specific person that would that would be able to 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 flow through the whole Bible. So, if I took all forty-four authors, for instance, and um, and I read all of their their accounts, they would all be different. They would all write differently. That maybe some others would would be more. Uh, exotic in their speaking or maybe more affluent um, I I would take that and then I would in my own pen I would take all of their accounts and write them out myself right then it would all make sense it would all match together because there's only one person writing it out in the Bible is completely different because you have 44 people all of different Background. natures and backgrounds and, and, and things that they've done and they've all somehow stuck to the one main Thing almost as if, like I said, there's one author writing it. There's only one person writing it, and it's 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 astounding if you look at it that way. Um, it, it is also astounding, as you said, historically. It matches up, historically mm-hmm. speaking. It matches up with everything that even recently they've been finding uh, mm-hmm. things, even just recent, very recently about um, about the Bible lining up with historical evidence um, and things that they've found, and you know, and different. Uh, like the Hittites and stuff like that, and, and recently, which you know, I'm not going to get into any of that. But, but historically speaking, it's it's accurate, and not only that, not one time throughout the Bible does it lie. You cannot find one lie in the Bible, not once. It's impossible. Forty four different writers, and not one lie. That's insane. Just in that instance alone and and you're right you could look outside as another scientifically speaking it's impossible for everything to come from nothing right you can't have there's there's always there's a cause and effect right there's if there's an effect that means there's a cause something caused that effect Uh, god is is the is the cause creation is the effect and we all have to boil that down and if we took something like like if if an agnostic said well you know i believe in a god but i don't believe in the god of the bible i believe in uh um a big bang I believe that there was a a, a huge explosion at the beginning. Well, what caused that explosion? Oh, well, there's two atoms that that collided into each other. Okay, what caused those two atoms to collide into each other? Where did those two atoms come from? Where was the start of all things? We have to go back and and believe that there was something that created those things. Um, Not only that, God thought it was extremely important to tell us exactly how the world began. Exactly how the world began. He stressed it. He wrote a whole book literally on the beginning of creation. He made sure that there was never going to be any possible way for people to question the beginning of creation creation. and question whether or not God exists. And yet people are still questioning God in the beginning. God created Created. the heaven and the earth. It's just that simple. There's nothing. There's no reason to. First of all, you can't prove that wrong. Secondly, which again, nothing is is a lie in the Bible. Secondly, um, why would you want to? (laughs) I don't I know you overcomplicate we overcomplicate everything when when we try and and pick apart something that is, you know, what God said and and make it seem like it's it's got to be more than that. There's got to be something better. Why would there's nothing better than that. That's like the best yeah. kind of beginning anyone could ask for. If it just was accidental, our lives are useless and meaningless and 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 we don't we don't have a purpose or a reason to live. But you could use you could use creation as uh, as a means to prove God's existence, um, and the, you know, scientific—it's a scientific impossibility for nothing to come from, or from everything to come from nothing. Um, so we have to—we have to have a, a creator or something, a beginning, a substance from the beginning. Um, and then, historically speaking, it's—it's it's accurate. It's 100% accurate. There's nothing that—there's no lies. It's impossible to find a lie in the Bible from 44 different authors, and 66 mm-hmm. different books, uh, spanning over. Four thousand years, however long the Bible took to write, write out. Um, it's just in, it's, it's it's incredible. Uh, that in itself, to me anyway, proves the inerrancy of God. But then I want to point out where you can go into the Bible to specifically use um, just one verse, and it's really easy. It, you can write it down. I suggest, highly suggest you memorize it. Eva probably remembers what it is. Second uh, Timothy three sixteen.
1: All Scripture is given by inspiration of God.
0: Yes, and is profitable Reprove
1: for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness.
0: Yes, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for, for, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And then verse 17, mm-hmm. it says, so that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. In other words, you would be complete and there's there's no way uh, you'd be able to... to, to to say that it's not, yeah, it's not accurate or it's not real, it's not going to work for you because mm. doctrine and and the Bible, the Word of God, which is a living word, it is Jesus. Uh, uh, in in Jesus was made from the Word of God, and Jesus's word or God's word is the Bible, and and so it's 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 a living, breathing word of, of, of God, right? And in the same um, the same thought process. Uh, because it's living and breathing, we understand that when we apply what we learn from the Bible, we can live the right way. And it's been proven through people that have followed the Bible <laughs> and, and lived, lived out their lives through what the Bible says. So obviously the Bible is uh, inspired and it inspires people. I think it was Dale Moody that said, um, um, how do I know that the Bible was inspired? Because it inspires me. And that is the truth of the matter is God's word is inspired and uh, it can teach us how to live. And and people that live by it have have had uh, the right moral objections, the right moral standings, and been able to see the right moral progress because of it. You can't just say that that... Doesn't have an effect. Obviously, God's word has a huge effect on people. We see transformation. We see people change. I don't know where it came from. When people say, "Well, you know, Christians don't like change. They stay away from." No, that's the only thing we do is change. We transform. We conform to the image of of Christ and of God. And and it's only through His word and, his, and through His in, in inerrancy and His 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 uh, uh, His truth. Um, that we're able to be conformed to the image of Christ, less like me, more like him, as Jesus said. Um, So, yeah, that's, I mean, that, if anything, hopefully, prayerfully, those three simple things, you know, historically, scientifically, and then through your own personal revelation, your own personal life, um, proves the inerrancy of the Bible, proves that God is is real and proves that that what is written is 100% factual. Um, if you have questions or you have maybe something else you want to add to that, you let me know, I'll be more than happy to read it. Or maybe you want to argue against some of those things and I'll gladly talk to you about it and we can uh, have a conversation. Um, uh, I'll be civil. I promise. Um, I can't promise you'll be civil, but, but I promise I'll be civil and I'll do my best to answer genuine questions. If you have any questions or, uh, you want to know more. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's, um, let's, I'm going to give you a quick Bible verse real quick, even though I just gave you one uh, two seconds ago. I'm going to give you a quick Bible verse to kind of to live by here for, for a little bit. First um, John chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. It says, But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness darkness <laughs> hath blinded his eyes. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. And I, I picked those verses for a few reasons, but I, I wanted to be able to remind you guys that we are to love one another. I know times are tough. I know that people are on edge. I understand that not everybody agrees in terms of what you know they may think is right and morally correct, even though we just went over what is God's word says and, and how we can believe it to be true. But we still need to love others especially those that are saved those that are of the household of faith we must encourage and love them still but those that aren't we still have to love them we have to show that we care for them and if we hate those people we hate our brother we hate our neighbors we hate those people uh we are guilty of murder and we walk in darkness and there's no light in us and we are told to shine our lights and uh, we're supposed to to go into the dark world, which by the way, this world is very dark. And we're supposed to go into the dark world with, with Jesus Christ, who is the light of life. And we're supposed to shine it. And, uh, I just wanted to remind you guys of that to keep that in your, your minds as you go through this weekend. Um, and especially as you go to church, maybe this Sunday, um, love your brothers, show them that you care, pray for them, and then tell them that you're praying for them. And then, uh, just show genuine care. Yeah. I think everyone needs that right now anyway um, for the song of the month um, I was gonna give you Mike Donahue's new album because it's really good and I I highly suggest you listen to it but even better than that no offense (laughs) is if you would ever watch this uh, even better than that is uh, we are messengers new album wholehearted it is fantastic if you if if you have Spotify or Apple music or whatever you have or even if you don't you just go to YouTube Look up, we are messengers. Wholehearted, it is great. It is worth the listen. I could listen to it a hundred times over and not get tired of. This. There's uh, there's too many songs to just mention one. I'm there. surprised you didn't really mention good. Need to Breathe. I I could mention Need to Breathe, but right now, as of recently, Need <laughs> to Breathe is my favorite band. So she's she's saying this to kind of throw me off, but um, <laughs> because We Are Messengers album just came out. Yeah. I'm, okay. I am recommending them. I think Need to Breathe has a lot more following anyway. They don't really need my, um, my plug. <laughs> I don't know if Weird Messengers needs it either, but Weird Messengers has kind of got a small following, um, yeah, but I really like them. I enjoy every single one of their albums, but their latest album has been great. It's been really encouraging to me. To, to read it, or to listen to it, to read it, to read their album. It's been great just to just to look at it and not listen to Will it. you read
1: the lyrics as you're, as you're hearing
0: it. <laughs> not always, but yeah, Sometimes. recently. <clears throat> anyway, book that I want to recommend is Ray Comfort's book, Out of the Comfort Zone. If you haven't listened to Ray Comfort or or read anything from him or just watched anything from him, he's, he's, a, he's a really good soul winner. He loves people. Mm-hmm. He's encouraged by the Lord. He encourages me. Um, he has a new podcast out for Living Waters, Living Waters podcast, uh, where he sits down with his, uh, some of his um, uh, member, his uh, ministry uh, leaders, and uh, he just talks to them about uh, some, some things from the Bible and about some things from, from kind of like this, except a little more um, topic central. So he'll pick a specific topic and talk about that specific topic the entire time, um, whereas this is kind of open-ended. And uh, we, we talk about just some things. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Out of the comfort zone. It's about his testimony, how he came to America, what happened uh, when he was in uh, New Zealand, so where he grew up, and, uh, and just kind of his t- just how he became saved and, and the things that he's experienced since being out here and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Grace said, Aaliyah um, got a Bible commentary from Ray. Yeah, the, he has a couple of those. There's some really good ones. Um, I think it's Jesus in red. Is is a good one, uh, and I've read um, uh, is a, a Proverbs one. Uh, think on these things. I think is what it's called. It's really good too. Um, so yeah, he's got he's got a few um, devotionals, and then he's got a few. Uh, he's got a lot of books, but this this particular book is about specifically about his his testimony. So if you check him out, check out that book, read it. I think he will encourage you. And uh, it'll make you—it'll make you realize how little you're doing. To, <laughs> I mean, he moved his whole family and his whole life out into America just to just to preach the the gospel to a bunch of homeless people, and then people were like, he, he almost got stabbed a few times. It was—it's crazy. There's some crazy stuff. But um, yeah, check it out. Anything else to add before I go, get into the mm-hmm. Bible notes?
1: Stop not thinking that he came to the land of the free to
0: to get stabbed. <laughs> no, to
1: talk about. You know, redemption and freedom, what God provides, and everything to
0: people. Yeah, yeah. He and he made he made his popularity was made really well known by tracks. Mm -hmm. He made tracks by hand, and he started handing them out. And then people were like, "Who's this guy?" You know, we got to get some of these tracks. Million dollar bill tracks, and then yeah, and then from there it just kind of blew up. The million dollar bill track is probably the one one track that's most well known. At least here in California, we find million dollar bill tracks like everywhere, all the (gasps) time. There's money on the floor. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah check it out anyway let's get into the bible study we're going to be reading from john 19 um, and i'm just going to read a couple verses and uh and then just kind of give you my entry from that but john 19 verse 11 says jesus answered thou couldest have no power at all against me except it were given thee from above therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin Jesus knew what had to be done and he was willing to partake in it because of you. He wanted you to be saved and come to him. He wants you. That was enough for him to endure such pain and suffering to death. You were worth it. Think about that for a second. (laughs) I was worth it for him to suffer and die and bleed on the cross. Doesn't seem like... Like, I'm much, but he thought I was worth it. He thought you were worth it. Uh, and I don't know what you're going through, but you remember that. God loves you so much that he sent his son to die in your place. He thought you were worth it. Anyway, John uh, chapter 19, verse 30 says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head, and gave up the ghost. I also want it to be understood that you can read more on this topic in the I Am book if you're interested. In that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Quick plug. Yeah. Quick plug. But uh, he said it is finished. There is no greater sign of love. No. No three words more powerful than this. Three little words which mean more than anything this world can offer. Three simple words to display the amount of love given to each sinner in this world. I love you. Are not strong enough words to prove his love. It cannot be, I love you, for that is the only base earthly way to display love. It was, it is finished. The most powerful three words in all of the English language the debt has been paid. There is no more work to be done. You are forgiven. It is finished. What a powerful last three words to say before your death. The book of John is one of the most beautiful books in the world, I think. If you've not taken the time to read it, or it's been a while, I recommend picking it up right now and going through it with fervency and patience. It is God's love letter to us. John wrote with such passion and godly pointedness that it's impossible to mistake in the purpose of this great masterpiece. Chapter 19 displays it so well. It's such a bittersweet chapter displaying the love of God, the final sacrifice, and the punishment for sin all through a perfect savior, which is Jesus Christ. It shows how disgusting and wicked we all are as human beings, but it allows us to think on the ultimate forgiveness of those disgusting and heinous sins. How great of a book it is to be able to feel forgiveness and harness it personally just by accepting the truths written within the pages as accurate and historical. All we have to do is put our faith and trust into him. That's it. All we have to do is accept that, that penalty, that gift that he's given to us, the fact that he died and rose again the third day. That's it. We don't have to lift a finger to it. There's two men on the cross, one on each side of Jesus, and neither one of them could lift a finger to God. One of them was going to spend eternity in heaven with him. Jesus said it himself. He said, after this day, you'll be with me in paradise and that one didn't have to do anything. He was a heinous criminal. Most criminals, it says that he was a thief. Most criminals that, that, that are, are put on the cross during that time were people that were, were murderers as well. Mm-hmm. So it's more than likely that he wasn't just a thief. He probably killed quite a few people. And here he is repenting, putting his faith in, in Jesus right on the cross. And he gets access, granted access to heaven. The other the other one makes fun of Jesus and mocks him, but, um, but the one... Gets access to heaven, and it's the same thing. All we have to do is trust in Jesus. That's it. We don't have to go to the cross, and we don't have to do anything else. And Jesus paid the fine. And we don't have to die to accept Jesus.
1: He was a thief. He was a murderer. He's an adulterer. Who? The guy. On the yes. Cross. It was all of them.
0: Yeah, and there's a when we are when we're guilty of one, we're guilty of breaking the whole yeah. law. So, so yeah, we are, uh, we are just as guilty. And if you've yeah. ever. Hated someone, as I said earlier, you're guilty of murder. You don't hate your brother, um, but you, you, if you do, you are guilty of, of the same kind of uh, murder in your heart. Um, and uh, so, it's it's important to understand our sin, our our nature, and then understand that Jesus died for that, and it's yeah. done. It's finished. Love it. Anyway, I hope that was encouraging to you. I hope you can use that this week uh, or this weekend and uh if you have any questions concerns comments complaints you can leave your complaints with her Uh, i'll take your comments and your questions though um and maybe even compliments if you'd like i I don't know i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying anyway i think that's it yeah Mm -hmm. um if you have any any uh anything that you want to add or if you want to join our discord those things will be available don't forget and you can pre-order the born for adversity book and then Focus beer will be available on that same day that born for adversity is available
1: or you could just go to Amazon.
0: Yeah. That's a secret for you guys. Don't tell anyone else. Don't go. Don't, don't tell anyone else to go to Amazon and get it right away. That's that's no. Don't do that. I'm not going to, it's a secret. It's for you. Only for you. All right. See you. Okay. Bye. Bye guys. See you. Bye.